Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. Welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. Hello and welcome back to the show. Today is episode 609. It's been almost a month since I recorded an episode that wasn't an interview with someone. I hope that you've been enjoying the interviews that I've been conducting with different people and getting some good value out of it. I have been enjoying them. But I have also noticed that I'm missing getting on here and recording an episode for you. So it's pretty interesting. Um, That's why I wanted to do uh, just an episode with me talking. Because even though you can't talk back to me, I do really enjoy talking to you. So I hope you enjoy hearing from me as much as I enjoy talking to you. Uh, And then next week, I will be back with another interview. And then after that, I don't know. Maybe we'll do every other week. I'm not sure yet. And if you have any opinions on the matter, please share them with me because I'm trying to figure out what I want the format to look like moving forward. So anyway, today I wanted to talk about uh, something. (laughs) I always want to talk about something. Recently, earlier this month, I would say, I went to the funeral of one of my friends from high school who died suddenly and tragically because of a complication from a routine surgical procedure. And so it was very, very shocking, very, very unexpected, and of course, very, very sad. And my oldest son and their oldest daughter were born uh, seven days apart. I had two high school friends, and each of our kids were born on Mondays in July back in 2002. And so my son came on the 1st, my friend's daughter came on the 8th, and my other friend's son came on the 15th. So my two friends and I decided we would do play groups and we would meet up for play dates starting when our kids were three months old. And we did monthly play dates until they went to kindergarten and life got crazy busy with school because we would do it during school uh, hours during the week. And so our kiddos grew up together during Uh, They're very young years, and we're spread apart. My 
one friend lives about two and a half hours from me, and my other friend who died tragically lives about an hour and a half or two hours from me. And so we would switch homes. One time we would go to the further south one, then we would meet in the middle at the other one, and then they would come up here. So anyway, I have very, very warm, fond memories of, of our time growing up in high school together, and then the time, those five years of our kids growing up together. And so I wanted to, I wanted to talk a little bit about that and the impact that my friend made on the people that she knew. I went to her, uh, her funeral a couple of weeks ago and there were people who came from all periods of her life, from her childhood, her family and friends, from her childhood to her teenage years, her college years, her adulthood, her time as a mom, her time as a teacher, all these different spheres of her life, chapters of her life, different groups of people. And across the board... What everyone said about my friend is how she cared about and loved the people in her life and how she always made time for everyone and she showed care and concern. She checked in on you. Uh, She treated all kids as if they were her own from not only her children, but her children's friends, the students she taught in school, uh, just everyone. And her daughter stood up at the funeral and she said, I really don't even know how my mom had the time to be such a good mom, to be a teacher, to be a wife, and to keep track of so many different people. She touched so many lives. She checked in on people. She knew if you were having surgery. She knew if your dog died. She knew if your kid, you know, got a medal at school or whatever. She just knew so much about so many people and she touched the lives of so many people. And as I heard all these wonderful things being said about my friend, I thought about the legacy that we all can live. And I've talked about this before uh, year, years ago about how I often think about, about what someone will say about me in my obituary or in, um, during my funeral service. What kinds of things will people say about me? And it it may sound a little bit, you know, on one level it may sound a little bit morose, but I really don't mean it to be that way. I want to spend my time on earth living in a way that really works hard to make a difference in the lives of others, to leave the world a little bit better than I found it, to leave an interaction with a person having uplifted them a little bit higher from where they were when we first interacted. 
And so thinking about that, like what will people say about me, really helps to inspire me and, and fuel me and energize me to live, to mindfully and intentionally live the way I want to live, to, to be the type of person I want to be, to show up the way I want to show up and to really create a living legacy while I'm here. And, you know, as I say that out loud, I live with an awareness of what will people say about me when I'm gone. And on one level, you might think that sounds kind of shallow, you know? I would discourage someone on one level from living their lives based on what other people think about them. You know, on one hand, we can't worry about what other people think of us. We need to live true to ourselves. And that, I believe, down to my toes, that we need to live true to ourselves and who it is we're meant to be in this world and who it is we came to be. If we like music like to play music, we should play music. We shouldn't worry about whether other people approve or disapprove. We need to really be true to our authentic selves, figure out who it is we are meant to be in this world, and then spend a lifetime being that person. That's really what an authentic, amazing life looks like. But, so I'm not talking about on the shallow side, Not like I have to drive a certain car because I'm concerned about what people will think of me or what people will say about me. I'm not talking about wearing a certain designer clothing because we're worried about what people will think of us or what people will say of us. We're not worried about whether our kids have a tantrum. We shouldn't. We should try not to worry about whether our kids are having a tantrum in public because what will people say about us? What will people think of us? So it's very, very, what I'm talking about now is very, very different from that. This is really about creating a living legacy. What will people remember us for? Will people remember us for living true to ourselves? Will people remember us for being a kind person Will people remember us for the way we made another person feel when we had an interaction with them? Did we uplift others? Did we live true to ourselves? Did we try to spread kindness in the world? Did we try to focus on the positive? Did we we bring gratitude? Did we, did we practice gratitude? Did we express gratitude? Did we, did we do those kinds of things? I'm thinking of various people I know, and it could be a conglomeration, and I'm sure you know these kinds of people too. People who are overly focused on the negative, people who like to complain, people who are worried about the brand names that they wear and drive because of what people will think. People who talk about other people behind their back. People who don't live an authentic life. 
I'm sure you can, as I'm saying these words, I'm sure you can think of people you know personally who fit those descriptions. And I, and I encourage you to ask yourself, what kind of life you want to live? What kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be that person who focuses on the negative and complains about people and talks about people and focuses on all that stuff? Or do you want to be a person who breathes life into a room, who, who brings light to the darkness? I know that's the kind of person I want to be. And that's really what stuck with me when I went to my friend's funeral and, and, and the people said these amazing things about this person who really loved other people so very much. It really, really resonated with me, and I wanted to share that with you. And so how does this apply to parenting? Well, very much so, if you ask me. Because another thing that I say a lot is that I want to, about parenting, about being a mom, I want to be the kind of mom that my kids actually want to call me when they're adults and they live on their own and have their own lives. I want them to call me because they want to call me. They want to talk to me. They want to share things with me. They want to get my advice or my opinion or my perspective on something. I don't want my kids to call me out of obligation to come and visit me because they feel guilty or they feel like they have to. I want them to actually like me as a person. And that's what I strive to do in my parenting. I strive to create and build relationships with me where there's mutual respect, where I give as much as I hope to receive, where I support them. I give, I, I try to infuse and instill my values as a person and create healthy boundaries that are that are good for them that they might not like but that are ultimately good for them and in time they can see that it was actually good for them. And so, you know, I think it's very easy as a parent to be overwhelmed, to be stressed, to be running ragged, to not feel like you have any time, to not feel like you have any space to even think. But I think times, events like the birth of a baby, a wedding, a funeral, this gives us a moment, like a momentary pause, kind of a shake to the system to really sit back, to, to try to find some time to sit back and think about our lives. Are we living our lives the way we want to live? Are we doing things that, that we feel good about? Are we making choices? Are we showing up? Are we treating others? Are we treating ourselves the way we deserve to be treated? These are all th kinds of questions that, that I think uh, big life events like the birth of a baby, a marriage, a death, it gives us a golden opportunity to take one more chance to sit down and really look at our lives and evaluate our lives and see if we are living the way we truly want to live. So I would ask you, in honor of my good friend who left us 
far too soon to really take a moment and look at your life and ask yourself, are you living your life intentionally, mindfully, and the way you want to live it? Are you showing up the way you want to show up in the world? So I'm going to leave you with that thought today. And then uh, I'll be back next week with another fun interview. So that wraps up today's episode, wherever you are in this world. I hope that you make it a very mindful and intentional day for yourself. That wraps up this episode of Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general, please share it with them. Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to Aaron at Aaron-Taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.